If I start drinking, this is going to be a very different interview. Shots, Waiter. shots for everyone. <laughs> four, five, four. I mean, four, five, four. <laughs> uh, but no, you were saying that, that there's a changing landscape here. That it was a traditionally a gay-friendly uh, colonia, but you're finding now, uh, for example, you had dinner last night and you saw the crowd. Oh yeah, but different. I used to make jokes all the time and say, lesbians come in and do the construction, gays decorate it, and then street people come in and go, ooh. But I mean, no, there's always been a mix here. I just feel like this was a safe haven a lot of times for the gay community. Um, and now I see that it's a mix, and it, and it doesn't bother me. I think it, it never should have been an issue. I don't care if you're gay or straight or young or older. As long as you come and see my music and you enjoy it, it shouldn't matter. Right. You know, and there's a melting pot here, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look at the streets on New Year's Eve. It didn't matter if there was a man holding a baby with his wife, two gay guys partying. They were all hugging and kissing each other and enjoying it. Exactly. That's the one vibe I love about this place. Mm-hmm. And people still help you, you know, if you need help. As long as you're respectful, you know, and you try. Like, I'm not super great at Spanish, but I try. You know, I usually point at shit. Same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but if, if you're nice and not... What gets me is, like, the older woman who wants to say stuff louder and louder in English, and you're like, sweetie... It's not audibility. Yeah, they just tuned you out now, so... (laughs) You just guaranteed it. But I think the funny part was if the third time she did it, they'd be like, okay, we get it. You want more salt. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I've seen it change, but I think it's good. I I don't find it disturbing when people say that. You know, some people get upset and they go, it's not like it used to be. It's... Listen, either a place is surviving or thriving, and I want it to be thriving. Of course I do. Of course some things bother me when there's a lot of people, but that's in anywhere. That's not just a Puerto Vallarta. You know, I'm just glad that this has turned into such a mecca. When I first started here, the Palm was this little dank bar that Mark Rome was outside with a wad full of dirty pesos, you know, going, you want to see a show, 200 pesos. And, and then he'd say, your money's in this pocket and the other money's in this pocket. Like, it was just very old school. It was nothing like this, you know. Even, you know, flyers were flyers were a big thing there. Now there's big-ass posters and people are going on the beach every day. And, you know, it never used to be that. You know, it's not bad, though. I think competition is good. I think when you're the only game in town you kind of get spoiled a little bit, you know, and I think there's enough for everybody. I've always said this. It doesn't matter what other clubs or whatever open up. You have your favorites. You have people that are going to come down here. And there's music everywhere. So it's a blessing as a performer that I can charge people for something that I love to do. You know, and I put a lot of time and effort into what I'm doing. You know, and this year I have a four-piece band, so that's kind of fun. You know, I have... uh, P.L. Canella. So it's like Fernando, Pepe, Mimi, and Gotti. And they're all great guys. Like today when we were practicing, in fact, when I told you that guy was being mean to me, I kind (laughs) of like stood up and the guy was like 5'6 or 5'7 and I'm 6 foot tall. I'm like, do you have a problem here? And then we got to work that when I got back. They're like, Amy, she's such a vato. You know, like she's so badass. (laughs) I was like, I'm not really. But I like where I'm at. I I like being... It's so weird. You never thought being a block and a half away from where you used to be would make such a major difference here. But it really does. You know, people stay within a four or six block radius here, sometimes even smaller. I think when they first get here, they're scared. So they don't they don't venture off too far. 
you know, and every year I think like you kind of, your circle gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you realize, oh my God, I can go to Maito and have a wonderful time, 17 miles of beach that doesn't have anything. Or I can go to Busarias or San Sebastian. Like there's so many great places that are an hour away, two hours away. But people get scared. I'm glad that PV has been welcoming to a lot of people. You know, social media used to say crazy shit. They still do. Do you know how many people have asked me if I have a bodyguard when I come down here? And I'm like, why? They're like the cartel. I was like, look, I don't think the cartel wants an overweight cabaret singer. I think I'm pretty good. (laughs) Unless it's like a donut cartel. And then I'll be like the godmother of like everybody. You know, but no, it just, it's, it's like anywhere else. You just have to be careful. You know, I grew up in Detroit and Chicago, so this is nothing. There's more, there's more shootings in Chicago in one weekend than there is in a year in Puerto Vallarta. Just don't be a, a tourist that is not using your brain. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't flash your money or your passport. Or if you're drunk, get in a cab, get in an Uber. Don't think, oh, it's a nice night, I'm going to walk around. Right, wander Because around. that's when you're going to get in trouble or something's going to happen. <clears throat> Again, like you're saying, as you would anywhere. Anywhere. As you would anywhere. A- anywhere. So it's not, there's no difference. In fact, to me, you're missing out on such wonderful, magical moments here that aren't, you know. There's people, when I went to La Palapa and see the sunset, People would clap afterwards. Mm. That's so beautiful. Right. You know, having a cocktail, watching the sunset. You know, that happens every day. How could you not take advantage of that? Right. The views right. here every day. The sunsets change every day. The colors are so beautiful. Yes. You know, it's more vibrant here. You know, I wear a lot of black because it's slimming for big girl. But I mean, I like to wear bright colors when I'm down here. There's something about it. You want to be in a more rainbow mood right you know you want to be visually lighter because you yes, feel lighter, right exactly i think you decompress faster if you know what i'm saying some people it takes two or three days here i feel like after a day people are already right. chill because you know especially this time of year you know people are here because they want to have fun yes they want to have fun and it makes you as a resident want to have fun too you want to appreciate but they're, they're loving it and they're not they don't really have an itinerary meaning they don't really they don't have like a day-to-day like they like schedule different things but that's the the beauty and joy of your show is I can walk the streets and get like a group of people that night that are like, oh shit, yeah, we'll come see your show. Right. You know, it's like you start flying at four or five by nine o'clock, they're at your show. And it's, you know, and I love Nacho Daddy's atmosphere there. I think it's very open to anybody. You can tell they're very Switzerland, you know. Tammy's like, she's like, everybody's welcome. If you're if you act up, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, you know, don't do that. Or, you know, and I wouldn't cross her. I said, today I go, I had to bring I had to bring you down because you're the Chihuahua. She goes, I'm the Chihuahua. I go, yeah, you're like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> you know, if anything happens. I said, you're very good about just calming everything down. Yes, yes, yes. I like her Yeah. And she's, her attitude is really, she embraces it. She embraces Mexico and loves it. How long have you been here since you arrived? Was it last week? I got here on the 28th. Okay. It was crazy at the airport. Yes, yes. So uh, this is your first visit back here since May? April? I left here April. April, okay. What What have you noticed that's changed in those, uh, what has it been? There's more months? farmacias. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. Oh my God. I swear to God, they got rid of the subway and put a pharmacy up there. I'm like, you... <laughs> 
right? Bastards. Up in the, yeah, up in the yeah highway. why couldn't you have a subway and a pharmacy? You know how much you would make? I'll take that amoxicillin and some Cialis. I don't have a foot long sub. Thank you very much. <laughs> For the convenience. I know. But no, I've seen a lot more pharmacies, which I, you know, but everybody loves that about. I love it. Why lie? You know, in the States, they, yeah, in the States, they charge you so much. I mean, thank God for who, anybody who's Canadian gets health care. God bless them. Because it's not that way in the States at all. People will ask me, can you bring me back stuff? And it's nothing illegal. It's not, you know, they want amoxicillin. Or, everything, right. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's so much cheaper. Just everything is that much cheaper. Yes. I've also noticed um, there's definitely a lot of places that were vacant are all filled up. The whole street's filling up. Mm. You know, once in a while you'd see an... Uh, storefront that would be down yeah. but now it's like it's full it feels like it's just full here right 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 and you said you had tried out uh, what is the restaurant um, El Cantaro yes yes oh my god that was awesome their rotisserie chicken is like incredible it's like this wood fired chicken but I have different places I know and I get to know the owners because if they're here they make it work like where we are right now right. Piazzetta like Memo's always here you have to be here to run a good business though True. you can't just say it's up and running and leave exactly you gotta be here it a lot of people say that a lot a of people big difference um, Roger and Brian at Anonymo they said people ask for us and we're like we have the because best staff the friendliest feel... staff but they ask for them too well they want to feel special and they also know that if you're there you care about your business yes. Yes. you're not just leaving right even if you're here for one weekend of the year you still want to build a bond to the you, places yeah. you go and people, people want to see you talk to you yes. ask you how your business is going ask yeah. you how you've been yeah. And remember you and tell their friends about yes. you and this friend that they make. Because, you know, people can stay in, in their houses. They can go and order stuff now and have it brought to them. They want an experience. They want something that makes them feel welcome. Makes them feel like, oh, I have to go say hi to Memo. I have to go say hi to Tam. I could say hi to Carlo or at, you know, Steve's. You know, they, and it, you, it's beautiful. I love it that people, when people come and say welcome back to me, I think that's like welcome back or welcome home. You know, you don't hear that a lot of places. Right. So it's a it's a good feeling. When was your first uh, your first visit here, and when was your first show? When was your first uh, performance? Sixteen years ago, I got off of a cruise ship. I was doing RSVP cruises. It's a gay cruise line, obviously. <laughs> and I had like three or four hours to like just walk around, and I just got a good vibe from this place. I said, I'm gonna find a piano bar or something, a cabaret something. And I walked into Garbo's. It was my first place I walked into. Oh, yeah. And I met Javier, the owner. Yes. I gave him my CD. I said I was, you know, a singer. He's like, well, maybe I'm not here. I don't know. This is small. He goes, but around the corner, there's this bar called The Palm. So I went around the corner, met Mark. And then the next year, I was here for two weeks doing shows. And that was 15 years ago. Yes. That show was 15 years ago. Yeah. So we're talking 2013? Yeah. 14. 13, 14. Three. Oh, sure. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm older. <laughs> no, but better um, at math, though. I know. Super. But there were three years that I wasn't here because it wasn't a cabaret. It was a place called Bench and Bar. They tried to make it like a sports bar. I had heard something, And yes. it didn't work. Right. And then they took it over and made it the Palm again. Right. Which, okay. you know, I, back then it was, they, they didn't have, like, the rows of chairs and everything. You just kind of, like, they just... Kind of shoved the chairs bar. around and didn't have like a stage. Even it was just on the ground level. Well, you know, uh, Mark is in Ahihik now, right? Yes. He has a new place there, and I met him this summer, uh, and I asked him all about the palm, the origins of the palm, and he told me that it was originally intended to be a bingo hall. Yeah. And uh, there was a rule about taxation or something. He said we can't pay this, so we're just going to have to just be a bar now. 
and the story that's organic nature of how it turned into the cabaret that turned into all the others oh, yeah. after it. It just blew me away. I was like, this and Mark Rome, Mark Rome gave me my uh, start. Mm. He gave me my start. So I was like upon him fondly. He was... Go ahead. No, after leaving the place I was at for so long, I thought, you know, I don't know if I'm going to come back. I didn't really feel there was a venue for me, but then it's weird. The universe works in weird ways. You know, I got a call from Tammy, and next thing you know, and it's nice to be back. It really is. I, I, it's nice to see people. I've had a good time with everybody. You know, there's always a, a party pooper. There's always going to be someone that wants to poop on your potty. You just kind of go... You got let, like you said, you walk by him, you say, let it go, I don't want to hear it. You know, but paradise has a price sometimes. <laughs> you know, but I, I love it. I love I love the that people who don't have a lot of money can come here and have a nice vacation. I love the people that do have money can have a very lavish time here if they want to. You know, I've been in very fancy condos and big casas and I've been in little teeny you know, little studios, and they all have a certain charm about them, you know, and I hope that they keep that, that's one thing I worry about with some of the condos, you know, all up, I, I love all the different looking buildings and all the different people that were around, but I still see it, I do, I still see the magic, I still feel it, it's palpable, that you make people forget their troubles, you know, I was here two days after they, we found out that Trump was president, which, you know, was a weird thing to find out. Such a strange night, you know, when that happened. And you'd think the next day they'd all be like, see, it's terrible. No, people were coming up to me here. Wonderful Mexican people coming up to me going, are you okay? Can we do anything for you? We're so sorry. You know, we have to deal with a president we don't really care for either. And, you know, it's just, I think it's a moral imperative right now to perform, to make people laugh to make people forget their troubles. They need that. Because there's so many depressed people, people that are dealing with psychological issues. There's, you know, everybody's raw. It's like their nerves are all exposed. It's everything that's going on. So when they come here, I want them to forget about all that and just enjoy, enjoy everything. And if one person rubs you the wrong way or maybe they do something that, you know, like, God, that guy's an asshole, let it go. Those are words that I try to live by. It's very hard sometimes you don't want to. You know, I always say there's a little gay man in my head that's like, girl, <laughs> tell like it is. You know, and you'll, you want to. You know, and I, I can be very witty and biting. I can get at you if I want to. I can make you laugh. There's times where I've, I've made people do things that they didn't realize they were going to do because I made them laugh and all of a sudden they were ready to like, oh, okay. You know, because I can break that shit down if I want to. I know how to do it. You know, and I just, I prefer to just enjoy it. It's hard because it was hard for me to come back here and have a better attitude and say, you know, like, even if people, such shit went wrong, am I going to go back and, or did they win? No, they didn't win. No one won. I mean, I want to come back and still perform here, you know, and I like it. I like, um, it's like having a vacation and you get to perform. Many performers I know who are here said this is the one place you can really truly relax and then still have your show because a lot of times you just fly in you do a show and you're gone you don't get to see the a lot of people say oh my god you've been to you know all around the u.s and in 30 different countries was it great 
yeah, some parts were great that I could see. And sometimes it was an airplane and then a, a hotel room. You know, you don't get to see that. You know, and I'm and right now I work with a lot of like I work with Corazon de Nina, the wonderful orphanage. I work with Per Project, Botanical Gardens. I've got to meet all these people here, and it's so much more than just partying and being on the beach. There's so much more to this town, and there's all these little beautiful pockets of magical places that people don't even realize. And I and I think when you're here longer, you're like, wow, I'm gonna go explore that or do that or. You know, and I, I think people should do that more. You know, it's not just about the bars. The bars are great. I don't mean that. But go out and do other things. Go out and find other things that you can, that, you know, I love that my friend did the little sea turtles, where all the little sea turtles, they hatch and they go into the ocean. My friend spent two days there. He said it was wonderful. He loved it. You know, and then you can go out and have a drink or do whatever. As I get older, I realize that in the bar scene, it's the same thing over and over again. It's like Groundhog Day. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so how do you make it different? You know, and I'm glad there's bars, though, for everybody here. I will say that. I, I think the 40 to 70 crowd gets kind of a bum rap when it comes to certain places to hang out. It's almost like they're a forgotten generation, you know. You know, between, because really, when you think about it, there's a lot of gay men in their 50s and 60s. You've lost a whole generation of men because of AIDS, because of what happened, you know, in the 80s. Yes. So you've lost that generation. How do you bring it back? How do you do stuff? I think here they found different bars and fun stuff to do and organizations. And, you know, because to be honest, I don't want to stay out till 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. anymore. Right. I don't feel the need to. But can I go other places and still have fun? Sure. You know, and I and I, I think just about anywhere you go, I've never felt out of place. You know, in any bar. You know, but I think you need to take a chance. I always say to someone, do something unexpected. Do something you didn't think you would do. That surprises yourself. Yeah. Surprise yourself. That's the best part. How has your show changed? Do you do you have like a set list that you do annually that you change? Well, or? you know, it changed because I used to just be me and Freddie on piano, and that was it. And then as the years went by here, I saw these other musicians, and I wanted to play with them. I wanted to jam with them. I wanted to have a good time with them. So first it was me just inviting people up on stage for fun. Then it was, hey, do you want to be a part of this? You know, and now it's evolved into this four-piece band I have that is incredible. I never thought, you know, I would have something like that here. And it's great. You know, they're all very talented guys. They're all on other bands doing other things. But when we're together, it just connects. And really, the one guy I've known for a few years, the other three I'd never met. I mean, I've seen them in other bands, but never got to know them. And we just bonded really quickly. So this band is, like, hot. I'm excited about it. Because I have a guitarist, acoustic, electric guitar, bass player, a drummer and a percussionist that's mind-blowing. How did you all come up with the songs for this show? I was thinking of a, a new show to do this year that didn't involve a lot of the stuff I've done before. Yeah. And since I grew up in Detroit, you know, I after Aretha Franklin passed away, I love her music. She was one of my mentors. And, you know, the, the new movie was coming out, Bohemian Rhapsody, and I love Queen anyway. And I was just thinking, like, how can I do something that's good, that's fun, but still isn't, like... You know, derogatory. I want something that just means something fun. Maybe even do stuff with merch on it. And I was like, you know, it's about the Queen of Soul and the band Queen. And, you know, they're just incredible. Like, respect the Queen. And I was like, oh, my God, that's it. Respect the Queen. You know, so I know it says, like, Viva La Diva. But 
the show I'm doing is really called Respect the Queens. It's all about upbeat, fun songs, and also just about respecting yourself, respecting others, and having a good time. I think people have lost that. I think people have lost manners and etiquette a lot of times along the way. They become bullies, and people have gone through a lot of stuff in life now, and it's almost like it's gone back to the 50s in some respects in the U.S., and it's sad. You know, I've married all these gay men, and I get scared because I'm like, what if something happens where they say it's done, or, you know, I just feel like people are bullies now and they get away with it. It's bullshit. I stand up for stuff all the time. People think it's bad because I like to get worried. But if someone does something to you, I'm like, I'll always protect anybody who is part of my tribe. And gay men are part of my tribe. I mean, they've been in my life for a long, long, long time. You know, and it doesn't mean I don't like straight people. I just don't know them that well. I'm a straight person, but I really go to straight bars and I'm like, whoa, this is weird and boring. I'm going to go hang out with gay men and enjoy myself. What is your year like when you're not here? Well, after here, I'm doing four different cruises, one for RSVP, and then I'm doing three with Brand G. Brand G does more exotic locations, so like Spain, Portugal, Thailand. I'm doing one Bucharest to Budapest. I'm doing Christmas markets in Germany. Then I'm spending the whole month of March in Palm Springs, a residency there at a place called Toucans, where I'll be doing that. And then when I get back to St. Louis, I work with a group called The Hitmen. It's three acoustic guitars. I just keep myself busy, and I keep myself always learning new music. There's thousands, thousands of songs out there. And I want to try to sing as many as I can. And, you know, that just makes it even better. And my comedy is all just improv about what happens in life, what I went through, how you deal with everyday stuff. So it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, you can come see the show as such. You know, I do a lot of gay humor because I hang out with gay men. That's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's about it, you know. I have a couple straight friends, you know. I'm glad. I hope they procreate and make more homosexuals for the world. But, uh... I'm pretty well done with that. <laughs> I always said if I had a son and he wasn't gay, I'd be pissed off. You know, I'd be right. like, Mom, I like girls. No, you don't. You're queer. You're here. Get used to it. I put on the rainbow shorts and sing the song for Mommy. <laughs> I just make people see that we're really all not that different. We all deal with the same stuff in relationships. You know, we all deal with the same highs and lows. and It's just great to see... People react to your music, all different people. It's a beautiful thing. You know, it's smaller crowds here, obviously, you know, smaller rooms, but there's a wonderful energy when you get a smaller room. It really is. You know, and I'm, and I'm happy. I'm glad I'm here. How do you find cruise ships? Oh my God, I love them. It's like a fantasy life for a week. You know, you have someone who's your room stirred, they pick up after your ass every day. They pick up your towel, replace it, make it into an animal. Hello. You get a mint on your pillow every night. You know, it's 2,000 gaming on a ship. It's, it's well, like, and 50 lesbians, enough to pull up the anchor if it gets stuck. But, you know, for the most part, it's a bunch of boys. I used to make a joke and say, you could suck 100 dicks a day and not suck, which... which I think is hysterical. I mean, really, it is. And you can meet have so many different people on a cruise ship. And it's a whatever, you know, people used to think it was a bathhouse on a boat. They used to ask me that. Like, oh, was it a bathhouse on a boat? If you want it to be, 
Right. It's whatever you want it to be is what you get out of it. That's what I think is so great. And people who are scared of it, you know, they see the pictures of a boat or, you know, something, you know, a wave hitting a ship and, you know, they showed all those videos. It's like, honey, stuff can happen on planes, on boats, in cars, and all of that. You know, it's... It's beautiful. I really enjoy being on the ocean, especially when you can't see land. I find it calming, serene. I feel like I sleep better. And the best part is every day there's something to do on that ship, whether you're at sea or not. They have games. They have the pool. You can go and do a wine tasting. They have ice you know, carving. You can go and taste different whiskeys. Uh, they have like a, a cooking class you can take. And then every night there's different entertainment. And crazy stuff, like people you didn't think you'd ever see on a ship, you know, and it's, it's wonderful. I, I live for it. I used to have to work every day, and then little by little I got bigger, you know, bigger, bigger, and then finally it's main stage, so I do like the biggest room, usually that night, and then I always ask to do another night, even though they say you don't have to. I still like to do a smaller room with everybody. It's fun. You know, now, as a, as a performer, are there rules about uh, wandering in public areas? Well, you kind of have uh, passenger status when you're chartered. Like, if you're not, you have to be careful. Like, the people that work on the ship that are the entertainers, yeah. they're usually not supposed to fraternize. You can get in trouble for that. You have a lot of rules and regulations. The thing is, it makes me laugh, though, on a gay cruise. Oh, my God, every little gay boy that's a dancer or a singer on that ship, which is the majority of them, they see the gay boys coming in for that week and they're just like da, 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 da. like they're so happy and you can tell like it's very funny because you can tell gay wait staff and gay like waiters and gay like cocktail servers they just get like happier because they know it's a gay cruise mm-hmm. and they sell six times more booze on a gay cruise than a straight cruise six times six they put more booze than food on a gay cruise they're smart yes right do you know one of the first gay cruises they ever did? They ran out of vodka after the first port. Do you know what a mutiny that probably was? Like, what do you mean you don't have any vodka? What the shit? You know, you're like, you can just hear these queens just like, this is a travesty. You're like, okay. You know, because they just really enjoy it. All right. These are the top five, I'm just going to say songs that are overdone. One that we're hearing right now, Bambaleo, is very overdone. La Bamba, for sure. Frank Sinatra's My Way. Don't understand that one, but okay. Um, anything with a Banda music that goes... That one. Despacito. Please, the next person that sings that to me is getting a kick in the rubber parts. I just want to say that right now. 